the Beverly Hills cast to me, I'm like, they're the meanest girls. I feel like I'm, they scare me the most. Like, they're the ones who I'm like, I don't want to be in a room with you guys. You're terrifying. Like, they are the mean girls. Stay tuned. We'll get into my conversation right after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. So today on Reality with the King, I have a fellow podcast host, a comedian, and a writer who goes by the name Ashley Ray. We get into the talk of the town, guys, which is She by Sheree, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion, in addition to what's going on with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is Ashley's favorite show. Get into this conversation. It's funny. It's juicy. And Ashley has a very interesting point of view on Garcelle that some people may think is unpopular. Oh, raindrops. We got a doozy today with Ashley Ray, who is a comedian, a writer, and host of the podcast TV I Say. Welcome, Raindrops, Ashley Ray. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be talking to you because, like me <laughs> and my listeners, you're a big fan of reality television, right? Oh, yeah. I love reality TV. My podcast, we talk about a lot of television, but I always take time specifically to go into reality because I feel like it's this area of TV people don't respect enough. People don't understand the like artistry of the stories put together. So, yeah, I I do it all. I'm a big franchise person. So, like, you know, like Real Housewives, Below Deck, 90 Day Fiance, those are my my big ones. You need to get into the Love and Marriage franchise that I created, Ashley. <laughs> That's what my mom loves that. <laughs> She's always like, you need to do Love and Marriage. You're gonna love it. And I'm just like, I need, like, a week to just sit down and binge the whole show. <laughs> yeah, so what you gotta do a week. We got Love and Marriage Huntsville, and we got Love and Marriage D.C., So once you watch it like your mama, honey, I'm pretty sure you're going to love it, just like the millions of people who are watching it, too. It's a really good one. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised and highly entertained. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, what you and your shows do really well is that you find people I want to keep watching that like, you know, they pull you into their story. You want to watch them over multiple seasons. And it is so hard for some reality shows to do that. Like 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After, they just brought back like a ton of the same people you've seen for multiple seasons. And I'm sick of them. I'm like, I don't want to see these people anymore. (laughs) So, Ashley, speaking of (laughs) people being sick of stuff, a lot of people are sick of what they're saying, Sheree Whitfield playing in their face, honey. So we got to talk about She by Sheree and uh, what's been happening. I keep saying Shay by Sheree. (laughs) (laughs) 
every time I read it, I'm like, Shay by Sheree. <laughs> yes. Well, as everyone knows, Sheree is one of my top 10 greatest housewives of all time. She also is my girl and a personal friend. So we got to get down to the nitty gritty of what's been going on with the Sheba Sheree website in addition to the fashion show. So for starters, I want my listeners to know I was actually in attendance at the Sheba Sheree fashion show. And what's so funny is I left Atlanta Housewives after season nine. So that's like five years ago. So for five years, some of the housewives would invite me to their events, their baby showers, all this other stuff. And I would tell them, like, girl, I ain't coming. I don't feel like being (laughs) a part of the production. I'm good. I will support you from afar. But we're talking about Sheba Sheree Fashion Show, honey. Yeah. Uh, Like, she's been doing working on this for what, like? Over a decade, like 13-something years? 14 years in the (laughs) making. And because Sheree is my personal friend who I love dearly, she shows up for me, and I will always show up for my girls. So I said, you know what? I'm going to attend. I flew to Atlanta and attended the show. And when I say to you guys, it was everything. Everything. It was great. The clothes look good. What did you think about it, Ashley, as you was watching it on TV? I thought it looked great. I was like, I'm interested in this. It seemed very, like, professional, well done. I thought I thought it was great. I was like, I would buy this stuff. I'm really excited. I can't wait for the website. I was right. I was like, you know, she's doing her own little kind of Gymshark thing, but cooler. I liked it. And then the website. <laughs> okay, so, again, I was there. So I knew months in advance how the clothes looked. And because I'm such a charade, you know, fanatic, because I love her so much, I was watching the finale along with the audience, because I like to do that. And the moment the episode came off, because, you know, I love to get into my marital medicine, honey. So I had to put marital medicine on pause because I opened up my laptop to log into SheBuysCharade.com, and I kept clicking on shop, <laughs> and nothing was happening. And I was like, Nothing. is my internet messed up? Girl, I'm calling Verizon, T-Mobile. <laughs> I was like, what is going yeah. on? And I kept hitting the refresh button. And were you also doing the same thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was hitting the refresh. I'm like, why isn't it loading? I'm hitting shop. I'm just refreshing, refresh. I was like, eventually I got like an error message. I was just like, did I break it? I thought it was like an Ivy Park launch where maybe they put you in a little waiting room and then they're like, oh, it's open. And no, it was just like too many of you people are coming here. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So the website crashed. And I was like, wait a second. I got my black car out, honey, and I was ready to buy some joggers, some hoodies. I I wanted the hoodie, yes. Yes, and I also wanted the She Buy Sheree gym mat. Yeah. You know, because I was like, you know, I do a little yoga and a little ab workout. So I was looking forward to purchasing that. And yes, I know, guys, yes, I can get it for free if I wanted to. But (laughs) if you're my friend... She'll send you a box. She will send me a box. (laughs) But that's my girl. So I will always support me some Shiba Sheree. So I was ready to go and purchase some items. So when I was unable to, I'm going to be honest, I was very disappointed. I was like, oh my gosh. 
I'm like, I was disappointed. I I wanted to be all like cool with my shoe by charade stuff, like the low, you know, like take my pictures. Yeah. I was, and no, I was just like, oh, and like I didn't even know anybody who was able to get through and get anything. Like I I was like, well, maybe some of my friends. And no, everybody was just like it crashed. There was no hope. No, there were. It's funny because I went on Twitter to see because you know, look, when things happen in the world, I go on Twitter to see if I'm not the only one experiencing something. Yes. Like when Instagram crashes, I go on Twitter. Yeah, I go um, on Twitter. If the stock market crash, I'm going on Twitter. Like, Twitter so when she by Sheree crash, a bitch went on Twitter, and I saw <laughs> that people were also experiencing it. But I did see a couple of people um, were able to purchase something. Now. That was Sunday night. I woke up the next morning. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all who it was, but Monday morning, which, funny enough, was Labor Day, I was on the phone with a housewife of Atlanta. <laughs> you know I want to know which one. Okay. I know. I'm not, not going to say who. <laughs> but we were like, bitch, where are the clothes? And I said... I know, I got to figure this out because I will always support Sheree. So I'm going to be very honest. After my hour-long conversation with this housewife, I had a revelation. Ashley, are you ready for this? Yes, what is it? I said that fucking Sheree Whitfield is so iconic that she had this website crash. And when we look at people, like you said, Ivy Park, or even Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. When yeah. they release something and it crashes, we consider that to be, you know, monumental. We consider that to be like, oh, you're that bitch. Yeah. Your shit crashed and it makes you want it more. And I said, Sheree, and this is why she was on my top 10 greatest housewives list. The fact that the website crashed, I'm like, yo, Sheree is really iconic. And no matter what you say about her, she may be a day late, or in this case, 14 years late, but it always works out in her favor. And I feel like, Ashley, and I would love to get your opinion, I feel like there's no such thing as bad press when it comes to a website crashing for fashion items. Yeah. So I think once everything gets uploaded in its full capacity, I feel like people are going to buy it in droves. What do you think? Absolutely. I, first, I think this is just building up the brand even more. It's making people more interested. They So many people didn't even get to see it. They're just like seeing screenshots and stuff on Twitter and they want to go to the website and actually look at everything she has. I still want to. And I, every day I'm just like, when it's back up, let's go. I think this is, like you said, people usually are like, oh, the website crashed. That's such a big deal. She's killing it. And this time people just seem to be like, oh, did she not have a good enough web designer? Like, what's going on? And it's like, no, everybody wanted to see that stuff. <laughs> like, it's it's still, it's legendary. <laughs> I think it's so legendary. And what's so funny, this is why I love me some Sheree. Yes, it took her a minute to get Chateau Sheree together. But let's be freaking clear. Now that Chateau Sheree is together, honey, it's one of the best looking homes on Bravo. <laughs> yes. It's, it's gorgeous. But yes. That's Sheree. That's why I'm like, if I if I step back and not allow my personal feelings to cloud what's happening around me, because again, I was disappointed because I love her. I want to see yeah. her win. I have a very soft spot for a She by Sheree collection. And then 
for me, that's when I had to step back and see how iconic this shit was. Yeah. And I strongly believe at the end of the day is going to be a massive success. And I'm sorry, guys. The night it crashed, Sheree was at a party in Atlanta with Samaritan Medicine cast. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so I was she like, She wasn't concerned. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why am I disappointed when the woman who created this fashion yeah, she line right here. is wearing Versace at this she's party? She's right here. She's just like, she's just like, they'll handle that. Don't worry. It'll yeah. be back up. <laughs> and the fact that she hasn't released a statement, because one thing about her, unlike most of these reality stars, She's not doing damage control. I was like, look, at the end of the day, she is somebody who will always make a moment happen. And one thing about these housewives, let us say, oh, you're the moment, I'm the moment, or you're trying to get a moment. Sheree will always be cemented as being in the moment. Yes. Like, she's an original housewife. Like, to me, it's not even... Like, people doubting her. I was like, what... Have you not been paying attention? At, like, who? <laughs> I I'm still excited. I want to get my she by Sheree. Just you know, let's let's get the website up and running. But like, I think Lizzo had a, like her line come out like this week before, and that website crashed too. So wait, it did. Wait, uh, uh-uh, breaking news yeah. now. Uh, uh-uh, hold on, hold on. Lizzo, breaking, yeah, the Fabletics website crashed with Lizzo's new thing too. Like you had to like log in, and they had a little waiting room thing, and it stopped working because so many people were trying to see what Lizzo had made. So. I think that she's just getting that kind of heat. That's like what is happening. I don't think it's like, oh, the website wasn't ready. She didn't know so many. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just tons of people were interested in seeing it. I am so glad you brought this up, Ashley, because at the end of the day, the one thing I also wanted to address is the fact that people claim like, oh my gosh, I want to see her win. I want to see her win. I feel like a lot of people want to see Sheree fail and they use this website crash as a way of exemplifying how she's a failure. And here we are talking about Lizzo, who is arguably one of the biggest pop R&B stars in the world, had a Fabletics line, which, by the way, it's not like Lizzo created Fabletics. It's, It's a partnership that she's having with this global brand. And even that website crashed. And the reason why I'm gagging is because I had no idea that that even happened. And it goes to show you how I'm always right. Because (laughs) Sheree is so iconic. She trended for 24 hours. Yes. It's the only thing people have been talking about. No one, and I love Lizzo. She's from Detroit, my hometown. Love it. No one talked about Lizzo's site being crashed. Yeah, nobody was talking about Lizzo's line, okay? Sorry, I love her, but everybody was talking about She by Sheree. And even when, like, the queen died... People were making jokes about uh, the queen's out. I wonder if she got through the, to the website. I wonder if she got to see the she by Sheree. No, no someone, <laughs> Ashley, and again, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, R.I.P. Someone <laughs> said Queen Elizabeth stayed alive so that she could be alive to see she by Sheree fashion show. Black Twitter like, never ceased to amaze me. No, yeah. Oh, my God. I was just like, I love that. That she held on for those 14 years just so she could finally see it. <laughs> People are so messy. I can't deal. I can't deal. And look, because me and Sheree are super close, I know you guys are thinking like, okay, Carlos, have you reached out to her? Have you talked to her? I talk to Sheree a lot. I haven't reached out to Sheree yet. 
because I know she's good. I am planning on reaching out to her soon so we can get a good key key out of this. But I haven't reached out to her because I really wanted to make sure that she was able to handle what she needed to handle and me not be an interference into that. So Yeah. I'd imagine she's she must be so busy right now. I mean, the or like the orders came in, the website crashed. Like, you know, I mean, now I did see people like on Twitter saying that they felt like a lot of it looked like stuff you can get on like Amazon and Shein and stuff. And I was like, come on. Like, you know that those sites replicate the good stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know you're not getting the same quality. You know they're replicating what they see other people doing that's really good. Like, come Yeah, like- no, I think, listen, one thing I love about Sheree, she does not care what anyone thinks about her. And she knows that in this world of social media, people are always going to have something to say. But one thing she does very well, unlike some other reality stars... Sheree knows how to take the moment and seize the opportunity versus going on a press tour trying to make themselves look good instead of just saying, look, bitch, the website crashed. I don't give a fuck. It'll be up soon. In addition to that, yes, the prices are over $100 for a T-shirt that, yes, it could have been iron. You know, it, it gave Barry Haynes. But you don't know the quality, which is why when you buy stuff online, you take the risk of, whether or not it's the quality that you want. However.org, I can assure you that Sheree Moneybag Whitfield has high-quality clothes, and I will let you guys know, and here's an exclusive for my raindrops. I am going to wear the joggers, and I am going to dedicate an episode of Reality with the King giving you a review of... The apparel. Yes. Please. Please. Because that's what that's what we need. Because to me, I was like, she spent how long, how much money getting her house together? I know for f- 14 years, she's going to get some good quality stuff for this clothing line. <laughs> like, Yes. Period. Okay. We'll be right back after some quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into my conversation with Ashley Ray. So we got through She by Sheree. Now we have to get into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and how they recently taped their reunion. And I want to talk to you, Ashley, just about what we can expect from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. I want to get into the seating arrangement I want to get into this debacle that's been happening online with Kathy Hilton and Lisa Renna and how Paris Hilton, Kathy's daughter, is liking tweets that is shading her auntie, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been seeing all the shade that's been going on with this show? I saw some of the shade. I did not see, like, the specific tweets that they were liking, but I did see that there's drama. I, anytime, like, Lisa Rinna is involved, I'm like, what is she doing now? Like, what drama is she stirring up? And, like, I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Kathy. Like, <laughs> Oh, tell me not- why, because she appears to be the fan favorite. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's literally just me not liking... <laughs> 
like nepotism rich people like the second someone has a like last name i recognize i'm just like okay 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 miss hilton like oh you know (laughs) like it's it's like come on go go talk to paris like you know it's just it's not the same to me as the women who had to like get it out no and what was so interesting about kathy hilton is this that i that i'm noticing this season so we just saw how Kathy is back on the show after allegedly trying to renegotiate her contract because one thing about social media is they make some of these reality stars believe they're bigger than they are. And as a result of that, these reality stars who are definitely average, some could be above average, but again, social media fan base makes it think like you're the next coming of Beyonce just selling those Carter, but I digress. Um, Kathy allegedly wanted to renegotiate her contract because she saw the fanfare that was happening with her and felt that she was deserving of making money, more money than what she was making her previous season. So she missed the first half of the season. Now she's back. And look, I love a good old Kathy comedy moment. Um, I do feel like Kathy's overrated. I feel like people yeah. I feel like people hate Kyle, so they like Kathy just to spite Kyle. Yeah. And that I understand because I don't I don't like Kyle either. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I, like I guess the Beverly Hills cast to me, I'm like, they're the meanest girls. <laughs> I feel like I'm they scare me the most. Like they're the ones who I'm like, oh, you, I don't want to be in a room with you guys. You're terrifying. Like they are the mean girls. Ooh. So tell me why you don't like Kaya. I'm curious. Uh, it's just, I mean, I want to just say she's annoying, but I feel like I've just never agreed with her. She's always taking these little issues. And every time I'm just like, you're the only one who cares about this. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. <sighs> I don't know. Like, all of the stuff with when she was doing, like, the picture crops and stuff. And that, like, made everybody mad. And I was just like, that's not a big deal. Like, you know, you get to have your friends in your pictures who you want. And it's always just like she accuses people of lying or people are accusing her of lying. And it's always over little things I don't care about. You know, it's... No, I am a self-admitted Kyle fan. I think she... Ooh, if y'all can see the face Ashley just gave me, honey. (laughs) So I I just... No, listen. Okay, let me explain. I love Kyle. I think Kyle's a great housewife. Um, I don't like Kyle this season. And the reason why I don't like Kyle this season, and I said this on the podcast before, is because as the force multiplier of the show, I feel like she's doing a horrible job of making sure that she's there for everybody. It's painfully evident that she has chosen a side and she's chosen to side with Dorit, yeah. Erica, Lisa Renna, and Dirty Diana. Like, I just I, I just don't yeah. understand that. And in this most recent episode, Erica Jane, which, love Erica Jane or not, Erica Jane gave one of the best performances. And when I say performance, I don't mean, like, <laughs> acting. I mean, like, if, if reality TV had an award... Erica Jane, to me, would give the will get the award for best villain. Erica in her purple dress, yes, was yes. reading 
Crystal, Garcelle, and the girls for filth. And uh, listen, I'm not filth. agreeing with what she, Erica yeah, is evil. I'm not agreeing yes. with what she. I want to make that very clear. I don't agree with what Erica said. However, I don't watch reality TV as if I'm watching Law and Order or Court Case. I watch it to be entertained. Yeah. And raindrops. Erica Jane gave me all the entertainment I needed. Yes. She's amazing. And then she was, she was like coming out swearing, calling them dumb. Like, she is my villain. Like, I love a good villain. And she stepped up this season. What was the one thing she said? She was like, it was, she was like, I'm not caving in for blah, yes. blah, blah. And like caving because some people feel like some way. I was just like, that's no, right. That's the thing. <laughs> I didn't even agree with her. And I was like, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't cave in. Bitch, don't right. cave in. And and listen, I can watch Erica Jane all day long, and I'm sorry unpopular opinion based on if you think Twitter's a real place. Erica Jane is interesting to watch. And yes, I do believe she coasted her first couple of seasons. I will agree with that. She coasted. Um, yeah. Ever since Erica Jane has been dealing with this unfortunate situation, she has been polarizing to watch. And the reason why last season was one of the greatest seasons of Beverly Hills Housewives, in addition to one of the highest rated seasons in terms of this current rating slate, is because of Erica Jane. And I think yeah. at the end of the day, love or hate yeah. her, Erica Jane is the moment. And you got to give the woman props for being the best villain that show has seen in a very long time. Yeah, I think no matter how you feel about her, you got to be like, that was a good scene. That yes. is why we watched. Now, the other reason why we're all watching is because Beverly Hills has a new force multiplier. And that is Garcelle Bouvet. What are your thoughts, Ashley, on Garcelle? And I'll tell you mine. I, there's a point, I think Erica calls them, like, her non-friends. <laughs> like, they do stuff, and she's like, they're my, like, non-friends. And, like, I love her, because I feel like that is exactly how I would describe Garcelle. It's like, I don't trust her, necessarily, but it's like, I understand why they kind of like play the game and it's like when her uh and crystal started talking about like the post activities and the catch-ups and stuff i don't know i just feel like she's like i don't know she's gathering info or something i just like i'm a sutton fan i will say which i think is controversial no, go ahead honey <laughs> and so that's what yeah i feel like it's not controversial but i like sutton and i feel like you know they're close so that makes me open to her, but I'm still just kind of like, what is her deal? Like, what? Oh, this, okay. I can't wait to get into this. You are probably the only person I know that ain't feeling Garcelle Bouvet, and I am so intrigued right now. So, let's, Let's unpack this. Like, when she asked about the, when she asked about, like, what was it, the missing earrings or whatever, I was just like, why are you, what's, what, like, why are you bringing this up? Like, (laughs) I just was like, and I think, you know, people don't like Erica, so they're like, okay, do it. But I was just like, like, you're just trying to poke the bear. Oh, she was definitely poking the bear, but I gotta tell you, I like that. Because I feel like, yeah, you girls are here to work, and I feel like Garcelle Make sure the girls work. And the reason why I call Garcelle the force multiplier is because Garcelle's first season on the show, I felt she was like, okay, this could be interesting and fun. Let me just see how this is. I don't think Garcelle was invested her first season. After that, she became way more famous than she's ever been on the Jamie Foxx show, Coming to America combined. 
And she had a second chance in her career. And I feel like now she's invested. And because she now understands the assignment, Garcelle is clocking in and making sure these girls work. And she is so confrontational in a very delicious way that I love it. But let me ask you this, Ashley. Do you think Garcelle is purposely coming at Erica because she wants to see Erica admit to some wrongdoing in this yes. situation? Ooh. Yes. See, that's what Ooh. I think it is, is that she, like, wants to have that gotcha moment of, see, Erica, like, you knew about this stuff, you were, you're involved. Because when her and Crystal were like, oh, well, I would give the earrings back if I knew, like, I had gotten it, like, I would do better than that. Like, I was like, Erica is right, you know, like, justice is going to be served by the courts. It's not about these diamond earrings. But I think they just wanted to get her saying, like, I don't care about the victims. I, these are my earrings. So that's why I was like, I mean, what do you want her to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> you want her to put the earrings in the mail? Like, okay, Garcelle, well, how, how, would you, how would you give the earrings back? Like, okay. <laughs> ooh, Ashley. Oh, this is so interesting. Oh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> raindrops. We never had a Garcelle person on the show that uh, didn't like her. I love it. I just felt like, you know, she's trying to have this gotcha moment. And that's what she, she gets the assignment. What you're saying is right. She should be trying to have these gotcha moments. That's what's entertaining. But I still was like, Come, you knew she she wouldn't give those earrings back. I'm like, I don't believe you. I didn't believe her. <laughs> so there's a very select few of people that I've seen online who aren't Garcelle fans because they feel like she throws the rock and hide her hands and that she tries to come across as genuine, but she really is like messy. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes, that's exact. That's what I was trying to say. Where I'm like, I I don't trust her. Like I feel like she's trying to be like I'm so honest and I would do this. And if I were in this position, like she thinks it's so easy to like step into all their shoes and make all these choices. And if like she was just in charge, she could do it. I think that's like the condescending part. I don't like when I'm like, girl, you're messy too. Like you're messy too. <laughs> this is going to be so just- controversial, and I love it. So I have a question for my raindrops. <laughs> Before we continue, do you agree that Garcelle is really the villain of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Let me know. Tweet me by hashtagging reality with the king. I I still think Erica is the villain. I just don't. I just agreed with her on, in some of that last in some of those last arguments. Like I was just like, who would she give the earrings to? That's a good point. Like why are y'all acting like you know? Ooh. Like, what, should she, like, pawn it and, like, send them money? Like, you know, what? what is she supposed to do? So I just agreed with her. And then I'm like, they're just trying to make this messy because they want to get into all of her legal tr- st- trouble and, like, focus on her case. And, yeah, I think they just wanted to catch her in some moment where they're like, see, you don't care about these victims. You don't even call them victims. Like, that's Ooh. messy. And you know one thing I will say, Ashley... Again, I'm not here to defend Erica or judge her. Like, I'm a viewer at the end of the day. Um, When I was watching that scene, I'm curious if my listeners and you um, took it the way I took it when Erica said this. When Erica said, I'm not returning the earrings because it's still an open case. I took that as, if Erica turned in the earrings, 
It's like admitting she's guilty. That 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 she herself has something to do with it. Yeah. And listen, I'm no lawyer, um, and I don't pretend to be, but all of my years watching Law and Order scandal, how to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Yes. I that qualifies okay, you I in, think my, so too, in right? my head. Okay, yes. Carlos King Esquire. So I believe this. I believe that when an ongoing case is happening, A, you're not supposed to talk about the case because it could definitely affect, you know, the the the, the ongoing situation. Secondly, why yeah. would you do anything voluntarily when something's ongoing? So I thought that's what Erica was trying to say. Yeah. And in my opinion, yes. in my opinion, I felt that Kyle especially, but I felt like some of the women were playing to the audience by trying to make Erica look like she doesn't care about the victims because, now look, with that being said, Erica did say, I care about myself, which I'm like, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, it is hard to say she cares about when she straight up did say, I don't give a fuck about any woman else but me. That is... (laughs) But, but I was like, I mean, that's just Erica. Come on. She said that, Ashley. I said this. It was so bad, but also so interesting to watch because I just love a train wreck. And Erica's a fucking train wreck. Train wreck. I was like, you were saying all of the wrong things you could say in this situation. And that is where I thought Kyle was right. Like, you know, she's not thinking about, like, her image or how this will all make her look. She's not thinking about, like, how you should probably say stuff. Like, I do, I feel bad for the victims. <laughs> Instead of being like, technically, they're not even victims Woo! yet. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna have to do this all again. Raindrops, I got one more question for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all think Erica is trying to play the victim? Or do you think she cares about the victims but she's waiting to see how the trial goes or how the case plays out. Let me know by hashtagging reality with the king. Yeah, I I think she's trying to play victim because even, even when, like, Kyle was bringing up more of the stuff about the victim, she's still, like... The like I think the only time she really got kind of emotional and shared anything deep was when Erica was like, uh, I've been a wife who's like left in ruins, like he ruined me. And I was like, that's absolutely sad, like, you know, that this happened and she feels ruined and you see that. But I think that's where her focus is right now. Like, she, this is, she's like, she's been ruined. Like, her whole world is upside down. I don't think she can focus on victims. Like, she... She can only like focus on her own victimization right now. And mm. it's like I thought they could have been more understanding with that. Like I was like she's telling you that she feels like she's this ruined wife and they were just like we don't care. <laughs> like I did not feel I don't I didn't feel like they gave her any sympathy, which okay at that point like maybe she didn't deserve any sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just kind of right. like can't like come on, you have to understand that like you're poking the bear. You know, she is like her. This has been hard for her. And you, what y'all want her to what? Like pawn some earrings and give some money to some people she doesn't know. And you think that's going to fix things? No. That's so interesting. Yes. So, Ashley, something that's happened recently is they taped the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. And 
apparently Diana did not show up because she is stuck conveniently in Hawaii in Hawaii in Hawaii right <laughs> allegedly having covid now does she yeah. have covid or does she have a case of being a coward i think it's coward which by the I... way there's no vaccine for for being a coward yeah no no vaccine for being a coward for being afraid to deal like i think she could have made it work like come on any anytime somebody's like we mixed the we missed the reunion because COVID, it's you know it's not that it's never that it is always like they didn't want to be around they didn't want to have to face the situation. No, I could not agree more. And and listen, I said this before and I'll say it again. Diana signed up to do the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, in my opinion, because she wanted to be famous. And what she did not realize is when it comes to being on a housewife show or just on reality TV in general, baby, they will dig up every single dirt that they can find on you. And I don't think Danielle... Everything. Ooh, I call the girl Danielle. Lord, that's how much... That's how irrelevant <laughs> she is to the show. I called her Danielle, which is the icon of Jersey. I agree with that. So, yeah. Dirty Diana and not the one Michael Jackson likes. Diana. <laughs> so, look. I feel like she did the show because she saw what it was like to be famous by hanging out with famous people. And I'm no psychiatrist, but I think she wanted that same fame because when you're hanging out with a famous person constantly and they get the attention and the paparazzi and all these things, because she said, oh, honey, I'll hang out with Elton John and, and Kim Kardashian and all these people. She never had the fame. And I think she decided to do the show for fame not realizing, like, oh, no, bitch, you really are going to get your entire life ridiculed and judged, and you have to deal with it. And I think because she has so much money, she flew herself to Hawaii because in Hawaii, they have very strict laws about catching COVID. You can't leave for, like, 7 to 14 days. Yeah, for, like, they have all these strict rules, so I think she knew what was going to happen because, like— if you know the reunion is coming up, why are you, like, going to Hawaii, like, right before? You could get COVID there, and she could have still been yeah. stuck. It's like... Yeah. No, she 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 backed out. She did not sign up to really give this show her all. That's the reason why when she is on the show, she never stays in the same house as these women. She's always in a different hotel, flying in her entourage to, like, spruce up the place and hang up her closet on non-plastic hangers. And then whenever she feels like she has a moment, she gets up and leave. And then this past episode, you had Ding Dong Dorit chasing after her when she was like, oh, I called Sutton a cunt. I'm leaving now. And Dorit followed her and decided to spend the night with with Diane. Like, Dorit, you are so thirsty and such a clout chaser and a social climber. You left your real friends to stay overnight in a nice suite with Diana, which is why Diana and Dorit with Diana. should leave. The DDs, not the cup size of Kyle's bra, but the <laughs> DDs, Diana and Dorit needs to go. Yeah. And I did see today Diana, like, gave a bunch of money to the victims of, like, Tom's thing. And it's like, that's so shady. Like, that's so... Why? What? You just stepping in to give these people... Like, come on. That is... Yeah, because she's playing to camera. She she exactly. she knew what 
was coming in these next few episodes, and she was playing to camera. And that's why, speaking of playing to camera, before we wrap on Beverly Hills, we got to talk about what's coming up between Kathy and Lisa Renna. So in the preview, we saw that there's something going on with this tequila that Kendall Jenner sponsors or owns called 818. I'm not a drinker, so I don't know. And apparently, yeah, no, I don't think I drink, honey, it's my alkaline water. So Kathy also, I think Kathy has a tequila line or something like that. And she felt that when Lisa Renna brought up Kendall's Jenner line, it was out of line. <laughs> and that apparently is the start of their beef, which to me is so yes. rich white women of them. Right. Like, you're arguing over, like, who is doing tequila brands and stuff. I'm just like, these are problems beyond me. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like this is your biggest issue. This is like what, because Lisa's like uh, releasing texts over this and stuff. Yes. She's like calling her out. And I'm like, really? Over... Over a tequila brand? A celebrity tequila brand? <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. But it also shows you how the most petty shit can cause a firestorm. Yeah. Would you have, would you have tried the tequila, though? Well, this is the thing. I Listen, I know that Lisa Renna will do anything for a moment, right? Yeah. And I believe Lisa Renna did that to get a rise out of Kathy. Because, in my opinion, because Kathy came back in the middle of the season, I think Kyle and Lisa Renna felt that, wow, they must have given her more money. And the fact that she doesn't do anything to deserve an extra buck probably pissed them off. And I think that's why Kathy has a target on her back. I think Kathy also joined the show because she was bored and wanted fame. Now, y'all could read yeah. me. Well, she's already famous. Yeah, y'all know her as Paris's mom. Y'all don't know Kathy Hilton yeah. as a personality. That You don't know Kathy. Ka- yeah, you don't know Kathy as Kathy. No, now we do. And listen, I think she's funny. Um, she has these quirky moments that I laugh at, but I definitely think she's overrated. And secondly, I think, in my opinion, I think Lisa Renna and Kyle was like, well, bitch, you're going to work for this money that you're getting. They Because mu- they must have gave in. Yeah. You're back filming with us. And I think Lisa Renna, who feels like everybody should earn their keep. yeah. Lisa put out those texts. I didn't look at what the text and stuff said. I was just like, I believe you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, but girl, I can't wait. And what we also yeah. can't wait on is the upcoming seasons of your favorite show, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. And the trailer was dropped a few weeks ago. Tell me your thoughts based on what you see coming up this season on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <sighs> I mean, my my story is Jen, obviously. Like, I just want to know... I wasn't sure if she'd be coming back. I'm really excited that she is. Like, I just... I want to know how they're going to handle that. I want to know how she works through it. Like, Jen has been... All her mess, her messiness, her legal stuff. That is what, like, got me to really love the Salt Lake City, like, spinoff. Um, I'm really... <laughs> I'm a big Lisa fan, Lisa Barlow, like, which I feel like not many people are. <laughs> <laughs> I like her too. I like the whole cast. Yeah. I really like Lisa. And then I loved, I mean, I don't 
think she's coming back, Mary. Ooh. No, she's not. Mary is not back. Mary has left the building, honey. That's that because Mary, I also really liked because <laughs> not because not that I liked her, but I love the drama she caused, like all the mess she made, like last season when they went on that like trip and she was so mean to the new girl. I was just like, why are you talking down to her and like saying stuff that is clearly like problematic? And then everybody just kind of called her out. So I was kind of like, I would like to see her stay, learn more about this maybe church weird cult thing she has going on. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Mary. Yes. Yeah. I miss Mary, but they ha- they have new people coming out, like two or three new people, I think. Yeah, so there's apparently two new friends to the show who's appearing on it, and one of them got up in Jen's face, hunty, and said something along the lines of, bitch, be nice to me because I could have put money on your book. Now, whoever she is, guys, find me her. She's iconic already. No shade. Please, please. That's already iconic. That's already, I need it on a shirt. I need it on a pillow. That's already, like, you came into the game. No, but Ashley, girl, in that trailer, we also saw how the women were reacting to Jen, who pled guilty. Now, were you surprised that Jen pled guilty? But not only did she plead guilty, what we also saw in the trailer was she was blaming her old assistant as well. Yeah. I was not surprised she pleaded guilty because I felt like she was going to do whatever she had to do to, like, get this to go away quickly. But, like, yeah, like you said, she's blaming her assistant. She's still trying to save face, I think, and just, like, avoid accountability so she can kind of say, like, oh, I just pled guilty because that's, you know, I just wanted to get the case over with. But, like, you want how is it your assistant's fault? Who's telling your assistant what to do? Who's telling your assistant what to do, Jen? She does she just does what she wants. Your assistant is just out here doing stuff without you telling her to do it. Like <laughs> I know I, I feel like with Jen, no one tells Jen what to do. Period. Yeah, no one tells Jen what to do. Like you, there's no way that like I'm believing you when you blame your assistant, Jen. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just, she's too powerful. Way too powerful. And way too much of a boss. So we cannot wait to see the new season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I know you're not a Potomac fan, but before I let you go, you have to get into The Real Housewives of Potomac. They just dropped their trailer for season seven. And Ashley, when I tell you, it is so good and so juicy that I am going on record by saying The Real Housewives of Potomac May, may, may (laughs) be having one of their best seasons ever. Because in my opinion, their best season is season five. But I do believe season seven may take the cake. So I will invite you back on Reality with the King because I need you to binge and watch it. Yes. Yeah. You convinced me. You convinced me. I was thinking about doing New York and getting to, into that one because I stopped. I only got into the early seasons of that one and then I stopped. And I was like, I'll get back into it. But I could start with Potomac. I start could get with into Potomac. It. New York is great in its earlier seasons. So you're not going to miss anything after that. <laughs> no shade. <Okay>. So definitely. <laughs> yeah, because I really, I loved uh, Kelly. Uh, Kelly Ben-Simone, yeah. Kelly Ben-Simone. Yeah, yeah. She's from my hometown. She went to my high school. So I was always like, I got to rep. I got to I got to watch for her. Yes. No, she's good. No, it's so 
You have to get Potomac. Potomac is really, really good. And I'm looking forward to that season as well. That's debuting in October. Yes. Yes. So, Ashley, thanks for hopping on to talk about all things reality television with me. Tell my listeners where they can find you, follow you, and support you. Uh, at the Ashley Ray on everything. Listen to my podcast, TV I Say. Uh, we get into reality TV, Real Housewives, The Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance, all of them. So tune on in. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, well, thank you, Ashley. And I'll invite you back soon after you tell me if you're Team Giselle or Karen. That'll that'll mean something to you when you watch it, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, my love. Thank you. Woo, child, that was a very interesting conversation. I know you guys are going to, ooh, have a lot to say. She thinks Garcelle's a mean girl and a villain. Wow, I did not expect that. But like I said earlier, I would love to hear from you guys. So make sure you tweet me, hashtag in reality with the king, and let me know your thoughts. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag RealityWithTheKing. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Lashik Lotus-Lee and LaPortia Thomas. Additional production support by Corinne Wallace. Engineering and music by Marcus Ham. More sauce.